I'm Justin. I'm Josh. And I'm Austin. Hey, have you guys seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? No. Yeah. Everybody has. What? <laughs> he just said no. Oh! Okay, that's why it's on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the drill? Give us that synopsis. I'm thinking about Drop this. that sweet synopsis. That long form yeah. elevator pitch. You got 36 floors to go before the executive office. Yeah. Meeting. You'd think the 20 Make someone make this movie here. that you've made called One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. What is it? Go. I'm. It's Justin's movie, so I'm just going to say dramedy. Um, about. Uh, let's, let's get metaphorical. I'm not going to read it straight, even though it's probably supposed to be read straight. You know, Cuckoo, you know, like maybe like a crazy guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, the flyover part. Oh, God, this movie could be about anything, right? <laughs> it's almost like you guys pick movies with terrible titles for the segment on purpose. <laughs> um, There's no wrong answers. So you got a crazy guy. He's living in a house that's the epitomous nest. Okay, we have, and uh, maybe it's about like he keeps trying to date girls and they keep getting away. Oh, okay. So it's not a wait. Like they're escaping. And- no, what does that mean? Because <laughs> you said dramedy, and now it's edging towards like horror. No, no, no. Commodore. No, not horror. You know, they keep... Oh, you mean escaping, like, like, they, like, he, like getting he away? Said, he said get away, Getting to be away, fair. as in, like, uh, dumping him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh, I guess no, because there's only one. Maybe that's the joke, because there's one. It's a big deal, and that's the dramedy. It's about the one that got away. That just flew over. Yeah. So it's like a romantic. The one that he missed, yeah. A romantic okay. yeah. drama comedy. Yeah. That's what I'm known for putting on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Comedies. I mean, your list kind of now is that. It's this in the granny shape. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so you don't think he builds some sort of catapult or trebuchet to no, get over no. his house? Absolutely not. <laughs> to get is to... that about a crazy guy building no. a catapult? That it's be... probably not about a crazy guy at all. <laughs> <laughs> Though I can't imagine why else they would use the term cuckoo's nest for this. Maybe it's about an actual fucking bird. Maybe. Uh, cuckoo's, where, where are they from? Is that an Australian thing? Sounds like... That's like kookaburra. Yeah, it? it's kookaburra. Okay. Maybe cuckoo's just short for that. I don't know. This came out in 1970. Why is I want to know why that is like known for being crazy. Like, why is cuckoo... It'd be awesome why if is we could bird? look that up. While we watch the movie and find out info, yeah. and then not say it until we hit end. Right. <laughs> we can talk about it next week. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, you got any facts for us from last week's movie, the uh, Jigoku? I, I did the movie before that, but not. Okay. We forgot to talk about it. What so was it? What was that? I don't remember. It's been two weeks. Oh. Okay. Three weeks even. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. What did we watch before Jigoku? Yeah. What did we watch before Jigoku? Well. Was that a guess? It was Dracula two thousand. Oh, it was Dracula two thousand. Yeah. What was it about? Did you watch Dracula 3000? No. No. Why would I do that? I'm going to. <laughs> Why would I watch movies outside of this podcast? I realize Dracula 3000 has one of those covers I've seen a thousand times at Blockbuster. I thought this whole point of this was to was to convert you to being a movie lover, Josh. Is <laughs> yeah, it not but working? Every movie I watch compromises the integrity of this podcast, so... <laughs> I feel like I can only see, like, really modern movies that we're very unlikely to watch. Every movie we watch, he hates. <laughs> Yeah, I've hated everything we've seen. <laughs> Just recently. This is uh, 1970, to give you some context. Okay, not Black and White. Mm-mm. Not Hitchcock. Uh, it may have some actors you recognize. None may. that have appeared on the podcast before. 
Oh. Yeah, okay. it's a first timer. That's for, surprising. Uh, with a very big name. With a very big name. Okay. So we're gonna get to it. We're gonna watch 1970s. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Maybe. We might. With have you seen? <laughs> a great start. <laughs> Peals of oh, laughter. This is not a funny movie. What's wrong with you, Justin? Oh, it's so dark. You're, You're sick. Yeah, I am sick. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got smothered by a pillow. <laughs> no, that's how I left that. No, we let it in with a nice Wayne's World opening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of our previous episodes. Oh, yeah. Check the catalog. One flew over the cuckoo's nest, two. <laughs> two notes, two flew. Cuckoo's yeah, nest. two Not flew. One flew over, over both cuckoo's nests? Yeah. Two cuckoo's nests? Okay. So, what'd you think? First impressions, Josh. First time seeing it. 10 out of 10, would not recommend. <laughs> no, that, that's, a, that's a t-shirt it idea was, right it there. It was a very good movie, but... I I wouldn't know what to tell someone. Like, watch this if you like being emotionally disturbed and look the state of mental institutions in the 70s. Like, Do you look, feel a little tired somebody. after watching this movie? No, I mean, I was already really tired. It's, this definitely woke me up <laughs> to the state of social plight. It was quite shocking <laughs> was quite in ways. Quite shocking in ways, Not yeah. for me. Mm. <laughs> um, so, on that, Justin, how how do you recommend this movie? You re- you didn't recommend it to us. You put it on a list. I did. Yeah. It's a classic. Um, what's what are some of your like first experiences with it? I saw this in film school. Okay. For the first time. Yeah. It was one of the first movies I was shown in film school, actually. The very first movie I watched in the first in my first film class was Shaun of the Dead, though. That's that was another previous cool. episode. Um but yeah. Uh no, I I haven't seen this movie. I think I've seen it one time, like I showed it, like I watched it with another group of people after I watched it in class. Okay. But that was like pretty recently after I watched it the first time. What mm-hmm. do you think? It's been years since I've seen it. They yeah. liked it. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about this before we started recording. I had some like nurses in my family. So Nurse Ratchet, of course, was... Uh, I. I Mythologized? Yeah, yeah. That word. Um, The stereotype? Yeah, so I saw it probably in my late teens. You said you put it that she was like the boogeyman. Of nurses. Of nurses, yeah. And we'll get to that. At first I was like, oh, well, that's kind of mean. But as we watched it, yeah. Uh, I saw it in my late teens, and then in my 20s I I read the book. Because they got into the whole story behind it. How close was the movie to me? I haven't ever read the book. Uh, from what I remember, it's pretty spot on. Yeah, it's a, a pretty short the, book. A lot of the a lot of the older movies, 
Well, not a lot of them, but like it's more common for the older movies to like follow the source material a little yeah, more stringently. Or completely change the name. They're just going to rip off like 90% of the story or something. Like you've got the Richard Matheson one, um, I Am Legend, and they made it like way back in the 50s and called it the Omega Man. They made it again and called it something else. And then they finally made it with I Am Legend, but they... Ruined it. <laughs> Nothing yeah. like the book. Uh, I love this movie. I love how uncomfortable it makes you. Like, intentionally does things to make you jarred and uncomfortable. And it does that by opening on this beautiful, serene lake in the woods. And we've got some nice orchestral music. It's it's uh, light and airy. It's kind of boppy. And then we go inside the mental institution where we're going to spend the rest of our time. And the music continues. So Josh is just like... You know how I feel about closed room movies. (laughs) Is this a closed room movie? No, they went out to different locations. But it was mostly, mostly. This movie starts and Josh is like, oh, I'm not in the mood for a happy movie. Oh my lord. (laughs) It started with a dude getting unstrapped from a bed in a mental hospital. And you were like, is this going to be a happy movie? we're like, what? From this point on, I was like... Pointing out what musical cues we're supposed to indicate. <laughs> this is a scary scene. I mean, they start on a lake and happy. It's like, yeah, we go to a mental institution. Maybe, you know, I thought like maybe a guy was being let out of a mental institution. Right. Or you thought it was gonna be like a like a cheery take on living. In yeah, a yeah. It's like it's not that bad. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> One of those quirky I wasn't mental in the institution mood. movies in the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't in the mood for a real bad movie. <laughs> You just wanted a middle of the road. Meh. I don't know what I want anymore. <laughs> you fuckers We've are gonna expo- put things like this on the list. <laughs> We've exposed you to These too landmines. many flavors. It, yeah. You like used to just go to the McDonald's of movies like Pixar, and now you're like, I don't know if I want Indian food or if I want to go downtown for like sushi. <laughs> you're, uh, what's that uh, thing where you're paralyzed by too many options? AP analysis paralysis. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's like a it's like a thing where if like you if there's too many options, you like can't make a decision. Oh, okay. So everyone who's jump master in Apex, <laughs> just making it relevant here. <laughs> oh, we switch it. It'll be super I'm just relevant. Jump. When this gets released in five months. You don't think Apex <laughs> is still gonna be big? Yeah, I was in... gonna say way to date the podcast. <laughs> everyone does it. <laughs> I'll edit you out like. Nobody's business. <laughs> I'll edit all the old episodes too. <laughs> it just turns into me and Josh talking, and it's awkward silences. Like I don't cut them out. I just really fill it with silence. Long. <laughs> it would just be you talking to yourself half the podcast. <laughs> you shall not be named. <laughs> so I I kind of misremember this. I thought it started. Yeah, you told me that whenever I said that I haven't seen this in a long time, but uh, I remember liking it, that you're like, oh, but people say that about Fight Club, too. And I was wondering, like, if you've seen this more recently and it was, like, a super terrible movie. No, that's just a line I say because people used to like Fight <laughs> Club. It used to be in the cultural zeitgeist yeah. that that was a cool thing. Yeah, it was. I remember. But you know what? This movie is almost 50 years old. I doubt that Fight Club's going to be mentioned 50 years after it comes out in any way, that unironically. Yeah. Um, I just mentioned that, too, because uh, my girlfriend's been wanting to watch it 
and I've I been haven't dreading seen it, it. Yeah, we're probably made. Uh, uh, no promises, but we'll probably, we'll probably do, do a it. regretful episode on Fight Club <laughs> yeah. someday. Um, Man. <laughs> have you seen spoilers? Uh, but so to come back to this, this movie, I misremembered. Yeah. I thought it started with Jack Torrance outside. I remembered like neither than breaking out. Then it goes back to the book no, no. Might, <laughs> maybe the book starts. True. I just thought backstory. Or I something. said Jack Torrance. You did. This is, that's another Jack Nicholson character. <laughs> this one is Mac Mc Mc uh, Mahoney. No, Mc- it's not Mac. His name is McFear. His name's Randall McPherson. Random of years. Okay. Everyone calls him Mac. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go from with Mac yeah. from here on out. I remembered Mac on a boat and then getting caught by the police. Oh, okay. it does. It starts with him being transferred from work detail <coughs> to a mental institution because on work detail, he's not working. And I didn't know they could do this. If you're on work detail and you're like, I don't really want to work, they'd be like, he's nuts. Why wouldn't he want to work? <laughs> well, what are they going to do? Just like beat him until he dies. This is like, they can't make him work, I guess. I mean, that's... Sure you can. That's kind of what you do. They do, yeah. yeah. But also, I didn't know they could send you to a mental institution for being lazy. So, yeah, that's what this whole movie is, kind of, is it starts off with him thinking that he's found some slick way to spin, to coast by on his, like, last few days of a prison sentence. And as slick as he may be... Let's get this out of the way right now. He's no hero. No, he's an awful <laughs> person. We he's hear about his crimes man. in the beginning because he's in like the foreman's, wh- whatever the leader of the yeah. mental institution is. He definitely belongs in prison. Uh, I really wish that we didn't hear about his like crimes. past crimes because then yeah. they would you could put yourself well, more in his place. Well, and you go to the whole movie going like, is he crazy? Like uh-huh. I don't know. I think that was oh, kind like, of the point though. Like why? But they don't. Like, they just they say like he's. Committed a super ton times and like and then later maybe they have another meeting where they ask literally ask it's like just like is he crazy and all of them are like no not really no mm-hmm. he's just a they're bad like, guy they, they're like it's like okay thanks for that mystery being like, gone he, they're like they're like he's like mildly psychotic but not like he's not actually actually psychotic but yeah. then when asked if he was dangerous they all said yes yeah like I, we knew that because we already saw his crimes if they were going for a mystery, mystery that would have been a better twist but I. I think it was more about the fruitlessness of going up against the system, kind of, once you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he and he's was like, us, in a way, because he didn't know what he was getting into. Like, he thought that he was going to... Trick he thought his, it was the easy way out. He thought yeah. he was tricking himself his way into coasting by on his last little bit. Uh, he, he mentions at one point how much time he has, and that's months into this, so we won't get to that days. yet. Yeah. But uh, at first, they're like, okay, his crimes. Five assault charges. And he's like, I mean, yeah, I get in fights. I like to to fucking fight. That's what he says. And the guy's like, in prison? And he's like, no. No. (laughs) Maybe, but no. (laughs) Uh, He's like, this boxer, I don't remember which boxer he names, but he's like, he has 40 fights under his belt and he's a millionaire. And he's like, okay, (laughs) that aside... (laughs) Statutory rape. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Then I'm gonna double down in a real gross way. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, I think that's just supposed to immediately try to disconnect you from him. I guess so you don't like 
You don't warm up too much. You don't warm up too much to him. Like, yeah, but you do as the They movie don't want him to be a hero. No. Uh, and it's kind of, he's the darker force at the beginning of this movie, paired with the lighter force, oddly, of the institution. Yeah, it shows him, you think he's trying to, like, you know, trick everything. He's scamming get his him way. Out. He's like, I'm... And at first it seems like that's how it's going. He's, like, robbing them <coughs> of their cigarettes, getting whatever little bit of money they have. He's setting up illegal blackjack in the bathing room at night. He's running the place. Well, he's trying to, but he can't. He cannot wrest control from Nurse Ratchet. Now. She has an iron grip on these dudes. He is like, I don't have much time in here. Let's make a bet. I can mess with her until she goes as nuts as every one of you people in here. Or something. I'm paraphrasing. But he's like, I can get under her skin. What's the line he says? I she won't know whether she wants to take a shit or wind her wristwatch. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And they're all like, "Go for it. <laughs> this will be awesome." Because what he doesn't know is she determines when he gets out. That's like a big reveal, like halfway through this movie. Mm-hmm. Is that like he's sitting there talking and he's like, you know, living the high life, and he's talking with the dude, and he's like, "I only got sixty three days left," and he's like. Bro, you don't know where you are. You signed yourself over to us, so you don't get released until we get to say you. That's leave. if you went and dug ditches, like did manual labor. Then you'd be on parole in sixty-eight days. Uh, but before that, so he's just messing with Nurse Ratchet and all the orderlies, but not in like an overt way. He's not causing a ton of trouble at first. He's just doing like little power moves, like trying yeah. to get them to watch a baseball game that he wants to watch. Oh, that's a big th- theme at first. He wants to watch the World Series, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, it's the World Series. He says he's never missed a game. They even watch it whenever he was in prison. Yeah. And he's like, come on. Like, if I could watch it when I was in prison, this is whenever he still doesn't realize that this is worse. <laughs> this is so much worse. <laughs> because Nurse Ratchet's like, we'll put it up to a vote. And at first, him and, like, two other people uh, vote to watch the World Series, so he gets voted down. Oh, this is, this guy is, like, one of my favorites of, of this. Do you want to go through the actors in this? Because there are a ton. I like how you, you want to know something really funny. I looked at the cast list here. Mm-hmm. That really, that guy that you said was Danny DeVito's brother is actually Danny DeVito. Yeah, that's why I said it was his brother. I know. Yeah. That's how they met to be on Taxi. Him and Christopher Lloyd were both in this movie. Uh-huh. He, he's very young in this. He was very young. I really did. You did not, not know it was I Danny DeVito. I did not realize that was Danny DeVito. Oh my god! Okay. At the cast list. <laughs> I probably come to that realization every time I've watched this movie. That is. I was is... like, holy shit! That's Danny DeVito. He's young. What is that? Whenever he was like twenty. But <laughs> it's easy to figure out because he's as tall as the water fountains he's walking by. I know. Uh, so okay, Christopher Lloyd. Danny DeVito, um, who is, oh, Brad Dorf, uh, the dude who voiced, have you seen Chucky? No. He voiced Chucky, mm-hmm. he was in the X-Files, he's been in uh, Star Trek a bunch, all yeah, over the place. he's all over the place. Famous voice actor and horror actor, really cool. Uh, who are some other people? The, the tall dude from... The Hills Have Eyes? Yeah, uh, Michael Berryman. Mm-hmm, Michael Berryman. He's in it very... Briefly. And mostly just for shock slash comedic value, I'd say he's the really tall, bald guy. Uh, Cheswick was my favorite. Um, Who was he played really by? Really emotive, like, 
bald guy with the wispy hair. Complaining about the cigarettes. Complaining about the cigarettes. Mm. And he was like, he was the nicest guy to me because he would, like, he, he seemed really meek and meager, but he would be the one that would be like, hey, excuse me, miss. Can we just, like, move on and have you not pick on this guy anymore? <laughs> that was his tendency. He was a chronic sidekick, which probably got him into... I want his backstory. He was a so, chronic sidekick, because he immediately latched on to... Uh, I'm going to go rob this bank, kid. Want to help? Oh, yeah, that yeah. great, mister. Let me get my mask on. He loved Mac. He immediately... Like, the second Mac walk in there, Danny DeVito and him were like, oh, this guy... Mm-hmm. We're going straight with him. Um, they have a bunch of rules set up. Their day is very ordered because, one, Nurse Ratchet likes it that way, and two, a bunch of the patients prefer it that way. I think their life outside was too chaotic, so this is something they need to get their life back in order. Um... Or think they need. I don't know how much differently medicine views this today. But uh, they put it to a vote the second time the night after. They have these nightly meetings, right? Mm -hmm. Where they talk about issues, mostly how uh, the nerd nerd with the mustache. Yeah. (laughs) I'm terrible with names. Mostly about how he's getting cuckolded. Like, to be honest, every single meeting, they're He's like... He's just paranoid about his wife cheating on him. Yeah. And most meetings they start are like, let's get back to Harold and how his wife is probably cheating on him. <laughs> and it's like, I, I understand now why the little guy spoke up. He's like, can we please move on? But that was during something else. That was while they were talking to Billy, right? Yeah, because she kept pressuring Billy to, like, more and more talk about, like, how he tried to kill himself and... Just Stuff really like that, to an open like in a group and everything. That's like, how you do it in group therapy, but still, she was doing it in a super th- shameful way. Yeah, yeah. Like she I, I don't know if that's how you do it in group therapy. She, she seemed like, very shamed based in basically all. That's not going to heal anyone, and it doesn't. Um, what were your predictions? A guy has a house, and somebody flies over it. <laughs> Something the one got away. Something involving a crazy person. Oh, oh yeah. Then romantic. Yeah. Romantic Could that be counted as candy? Animal. The one that got away? I mean, she did, because he didn't. She did and the other girl did. Yeah. Yeah. They both got away, yeah. So what happens so is... Right. Jack there was Nicholson's... Oh, and there's Chief. We gotta talk mm-hmm. about Chief, because he's super important. Well, Jack Nicholson's been in here four weeks at this point. A month. And he's starting to get a little stir-crazy. He's like, oh, I didn't know it would be like this. Uh, I love how well this movie portrays the like how maddening just sitting around doing nothing is monotony too. Yeah, yeah. like the, how maddening monotony is. It, it it does a really good job with that. Because they're every night they listen to the same little like eight inch records, which you know have got to just be like four minutes long. Drop another one, and it's like the same ones every night after they take their medication. Uh, they play the same card games. He's tried to mix it up, but it hasn't worked because now Nurse Ratchet is rationing their cigarettes so they can't bet them. Uh, I love that scene where they're playing blackjack and he's like, the buy-in's ten cents a dime and a cigarette's a dime. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? The character? Um, Cheswick? Cheswick, yeah. He's breaking the cigarettes. No, my, that was Martini. Okay. That See, was Danny DeVito's character. 
<laughs> he was the one that broke the cigarette. He's like, I'll do a nickel. Yeah, he's like, you can't do it. <laughs> but then he takes another one and he's like, see, this, this is a dime. You can smoke it. This, and he cracks it in half, is nothing. It's shit. And I'm like... Well, no, because the joke was that he rips it in half. He's like, I'll do a nickel. He's like, you can't do that. You gotta do that whole dime. He's like, so Danny DeVito puts the whole thing in. He's like, all right, then to dime. He's like, no, you already ripped it. My problem is... He might be crazy because he ruins another to one. Demonstrate it. Yeah, that's my problem with it. He rips another one and is like, "Now we got more ruined ones. <laughs> See what you did." <laughs> Just kind of fucking with him late at night. Yeah. Um. He's like, "Man, I want to get out of here." So I'll take this gigantic. We're at so this I'll part. jump the fence. No, no, no. First, he's like, "I want to get out of here and go watch the baseball game tonight." I'm going to take this giant marble fountain bullshit with steel pipes in it and lift it up and throw it through the window. And yeah. they're like, no, you're not. Yeah, like, you can't fucking do You're that. not a Superman god. Like, you can't do this. He's like, wanna bet. And that's the thing. He keeps pulling out this boogie notebook. He's addicted to gambling. He is a gambling addict for sure. For sure. Like, <sighs> And so my, uh, um, Christopher Lloyd's character. Because he's always the one that... He, he's your favorite? He, no. Oh. He was always uh, betting with him. He was also like the most twitchy, kind of ready to go. He was one of the ones... Oh, we haven't revealed this yet. It's really revealed that most everyone there is there voluntarily. All but three of them. Uh-huh. Him, Christopher Lloyd's character, and... Uh, I think they said some of the people that some were just like meandering in the see. background that never really did anything. They used the word chronics. Yeah, they did use the word chronics, which... I don't know what they were chronic with. Was it the dank? <laughs> I don't think so. If you smoke too much chronic dank, you won't <laughs> end up here, right? <laughs> in the in the Jack Nicholson mental hospital. <laughs> that uh, The movie doesn't touch on that. Yeah. They just call them chronics for some reason. Um, he's like, yeah, I'll, I can throw this million pound thing. And they're like, no, you can't. And he's like, he takes all these bets and he like almost bursts some blood vessels trying to lift this. He does. And then he's just like, I'm going to bed. I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled my hernia. <laughs> my balls are going to be as big as cantaloupes tomorrow. <laughs> um... One of the scenes I liked was whenever uh, he finally discovered how much control she had. Whenever she first discovers how much control she has over all these people, whenever he's trying to get them to watch the baseball game, she's like, okay, we'll put it to a vote. Everybody who wants to watch the baseball game, please raise your hand. And so he does it, and only like three people raise their hand. And then later on, he like talks with them, and they get to do it again. And he gets all of the people there to raise their hands. And he's like, yeah, I won, gotcha. Seemingly through intimidation. Oh, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> and, he's like, and she's like, there's 18 people here. We he's... need one more vote. <laughs> and then he gets that leather vote where he convinces Chief, who is supposedly deaf and dumb. He gets him after the closing of the meeting. The meeting has been closed. <laughs> oh, you're on her he side? Going At this point ass. in the movie, I'm totally on her side. He's a jackass. <laughs> he is being a jackass. And he's trying to push her buttons, and she's... Really not doing anything to mess with him at this right. point. She didn't seem. I was on his side. At this point. She didn't seem so. You bad. wanted to watch the World Series? 
I was like, he just wants to fucking watch a game. Like, what's the problem? These people want to watch a game. That's fine. I just saw it. She, she closes it as he's around asking people still. She's just like, nope, it's over. She I has do. checked her watch several times in the background if you look at her. Yeah. So it was officially the closing of the meeting. Mm-hmm. No, it's um, not fair. I mean, it's fair, but it's not cool. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, she's definitely. Um, I thought that she was uh lawful, like like lawful neutral. But after seeing the end of the movie, she's probably more lawful evil. Mm, I don't know if she's straight up evil, but close. <laughs> Chaotic neutral. No, she's definitely lawful. Yeah, you're right. She ain't lawful she's, good. She's all about following the rules. Yeah. She's like on the darker end of lawful neutral. Like, like if, edging on lawful evil. Like if it was a spectrum instead of a, a chart. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> we should do that. We should make a spectrum and plot out all the classic D&D characters all over it and put like, all five million of them uh-huh. and see where they fall. <laughs> Big online nerd chart. We'd have to read so many books. So the orderlies in this all dressed like, what did you say, Nazi ice cream men? Yeah. (laughs) They all have full white button-up suits and pants. White pants at work is tough. But they're short-sleeve button-up shoes. And black bow ties. They look like milkmen. It's weird, too, because the orderlies also are white. So Uh it's like, why wouldn't they be dressed distinctly? But they were all black dudes, too. Like, that was definitely a choice. Mm Mm-hmm. To have like the subordinates and the they were, muscle. Uh huh. Oh yeah, that was a critique of the time. I'm sure to have the like menial uh, labor. Turkle, the guy who was running it whenever they have their crazy party. That's Scatman Crothers. Oh yeah, very famous actor and musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, whew, that party. We'll get to it. That's <laughs> that's the second big flub. Uh, Matt gets himself into the first one. He's pissed that he can't throw this thing through the wall. So. He's he's taught Chief basketball. That's the, the character's name, right? Chief. Chief. They That's call what him he's Chief. Called, yeah. Yeah. Um, Does he ever tell him his real name? No, he's listed as Chief Bromden. Okay, we can go with. But the actor's Will Sampson. Uh, he's been teaching him basketball, and he's been nice to him. He's kind of been opening up. There's a really famous Simpsons episode where Homer gets sent to a mental asylum like this. Because he wears a pink shirt to work, mm-hmm. and he's different from everyone else, and he meets a character, and he's like, you're the first person to ever talk to me. And just picks up a water cooler and throws it. Yeah. But uh, he has been nice. And also always sunny. Of course. Did it with Danny DeVito escaping oh, he came as back. well, yeah. which is amazing. <laughs> Froggy. <laughs> I, I remember this. I was here. <laughs> Oh, it's Sunny. Yeah, the best. <laughs> um, what was this? Oh, so he's been warming up to him. Uh, Chief has been warming up to Mac. And he's like, hey, I really got to get out of here. You stand right here. And I'm just going to climb you because you're the tallest dude I've ever met. <laughs> and he climbs over the barbed wire. He does. And he's I'm like, fine. he's out. He's gone. But no, he goes back. He opens the gate. And he lets all those motherfuckers out. Oh, yeah. They get in a bus. If we're going to go with her being, like, lawful evil or whatever, or lawful neutral, he is definitely chaotic, chaotic neutral. Chaotic yeah. evil, fuck. no? Yeah. You know, I don't no, think he just no, does what he neutral, wants. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's pretty bad, too. He is bad. But yeah. whenever I think of someone being evil, 
I don't know. Like serial killer he's levels. So, yeah, he super cares for these dudes. Like he, he's on their side. He does. He does build a kinship with these dudes and look out for. Who them. knows how many people in his life he's built a kinship with and then just and then he just stabs him in, him the, in the back. Yeah, he's all. He's definitely chaotic. Whatever oh. other one he is, he is definitely chaotic. <laughs> up because debate. He constantly has ways where he could just leave, and he fucks himself over because I'm not gonna just leave. I'm gonna. Leave in the most extravagant way possible. I'm gonna make my going so forgettable I may not even go. Because <laughs> he gets on a bus with all of these other, all of the uh, patients who are mobile and I guess want to go because it's not all. It's of them, the same obviously. nine that he that, that he gets yeah. to do the vote. Like that's the core cast, really. Is those nine? They steal a school bus, and we're like, oh, picks up his girl. They go, yeah, they oh. Pick up his girlfriend, Candy, which I'm not sure if she's the girl he got arrested for, but most likely because that's Probably. why he's in prison. So it's the most recent relationship he's had. Uh, that makes the whole scene with Billy even more, like, not good at all. She's probably older by then. He's been in jail for a while, right? Billy's really oh, young. Yeah, yeah, he has been in jail for a couple of years, I think. She's pro- it's probably Because this is like the end of his jail sentence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, he's had multiple arrests. He was in jail for a few years, at least. Maybe. I don't know. At least. It, we never get his complete sentence. We know that when he went in, she was 15. Yeah. I'm guessing she's probably like in her 20s. Oh, I was going to say 17. I don't think Jack. You think she him. looked 17? Yeah. Well, the actor. Oh, the, yeah, actress. the actor's the in actress. her 20s. Yeah, okay. Uh, but I was going to say Candy's probably 17 at this point. I don't think Mac could have made it that many years in prison. Till the candy was in her twenties, maybe. I think I he was in like the work camp force for a couple of months, and I think he's been in jail at different points throughout his life. But this wasn't a long stint. A long stint. No, because uh, you don't just get charged with five assault charges unless you're at like a huge event and you go and punch five cops. Like <laughs> that's. No, yeah, I know they're all separate charges, and he's been in pr- like this wasn't definitely wasn't his first time in prison. This That's is... why I'm saying I'm guessing that he was in there longer because it wasn't his first time. Mm, still though, 1968-69 when this was made for statutory. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't think that got you a sentence at all. Uh, either way, he breaks out. He climbs up, chief climbs the barbed wire, gets the school bus. And instead of driving them all to freedom in Mexico or Tijuana or Canada even. Take some fishing. He goes to the marina and steals a boat. And this was this was my favorite scene. When the guy's like, what are you doing? Ah, we're going fishing. No, you're not. Not on that boat. And he explains that they're all different doctors from a mental institution. And it pans to one each guy. one. And they're like kind of making distinguished faces, like holding their chin high and squinting at him. And I'm like, damn, that could be a boat full of doctors. Like, that totally could be. <laughs> but yeah, the one dude, the... Yeah, the the cuckold guy. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, fuck, he's, he doesn't even have like a picture on IMDb. I swear I've seen him in... Uh, Was it Seafelt? No. Well, either way, he says, this is Dr. Him, this is Dr. This, this is Dr. So-and-so, this is Mr. Nerd, 
This is Doctor. So, oh, it's Harding. Something Harding, because he kept on calling him Hard On. Oh, okay. And Hard On was kind of into that. Yeah, because he was obviously gay. Repressed. But didn't want to admit it. Very repressed. Or just a freak of some sort. Yeah. Not letting that flag fly. Yeah. Wow, Very this repressed. This character is not on the list. That's disappointing. It's gotta be. He's gotta be on here. Well, either way, they do go fishing. Um, he gets Danny DeVito to come up and steer the boat. And everybody else gets a fishing pole and he's like, alright, I'm gonna go fuck Candy. Disappears into the cabin. And this is weird. Every single person just goes and starts watching like the minute they close the door. The second. Like, it, immediate perverts. The second. Even the dude who's driving the boat, which Harding. causes it. Yeah, his name was just Harding. Well, he thought he thought everyone spin. disappeared. That was kind of funny. He looks back and the boat's empty, and he's like, "What happened?" He freaks out. The boat's just like spinning around in a circle. They end I love, up catching I love that a fish. guy. He just gets so anxious about everything, and he's so emotive at showing like, <laughs> like how uncomfortable he is. Like whenever he's just there steering a boat into open water and he's just like eh, eh, and it like shows what he's looking at and it's just nothing yeah, yeah. open sea nothing he's like eh, like eh. he's gonna crash any moment or something <laughs> they make him wrong move the boat will dip suddenly he calms down though i think he does start singing popeye <laughs> they catch a fish he they catch two fish they take it back to the marina and because Jack Nicholson's like, I'm not running away from jail. I'm not escaping. I'm just giving these guys an adventure. I only have 68 days to go. What's the worst that could happen? They can't send me to jail. Yeah, we're in a mental institution, yeah. So he's not worried at all. He drives back to the police. (laughs) This is ridiculous. (laughs) Well, this is before he knows he has to escape. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets back, and it wasn't this. It was something else that causes electroshock. What was it? What was his set next? Oh, what caused it? What was the next big rebellious move? Oh, he... uh, there was a fight that broke out. Why? Um, Name. Oh, was it one of the meetings, right? It was one of the meetings. Cheswick, like, goes and Cheswick stuff, was so yelling about the his... cigarettes. Okay. And uh, Hard on uh, was smoking. Harding was smoking, and he dropped it in Christopher Lloyd's. Well, they were playing pants. keep away with the yeah. cigarette, yeah. and then they dropped it in Christopher Lloyd's. And he didn't know. Then he didn't know. And it, it burned his him. pants, right? It burned him, and he severely reacted to it burning him. He freaked out. He freaked out bad. Flailing, but then you remember he's one of the people that's there non-voluntary. Like, I mean, all of them definitely have their problems. This was scary. But just this was one of the ones where click. he just like instantly snaps and he's just like going nuts. Well, and then Nurse Ratchet's like guards, just under her breath almost, <laughs> and they're picking him up, four guards on him. And there's these scenes where it's kind of light, and then immediately it gets heavy and they drag someone off out of the room, yeah. kicking and screaming. And, and you're always just kind of wondering, like, what's happening? Like, mm-hmm. whenever they're kicking and screaming. And while this is happening, 
Cheswick is screaming about cig- wanting his cigarettes. Because they've been rationed at this point. Uh, like and so Jack Nicholson goes and punches the fucking window and so breaks it, cutting himself. I wonder if he actually cut himself. I bet he did in the filming of this. Um, and then he grabs the cigarettes and throws it at him. Uh, and then one of the orderlies comes. This. Uh, and they're trying to take Cheswick because he's yelling and screaming and crying. And he's like... Uh, Jack Nicholson was like, don't be rough with him. He's going to be fine. Don't be rough with him. And then the uh, the orderly pushes him and Jack Nicholson punches him. And don't fucking punch him, Jack He Nicholson. fucked up twice. Like, <laughs> he <laughs> broke the glass and he punched the orderly. Don't fucking punch the orderly. And this is, this is terrible because... Him, oh, Chief, and then the, and, her, and then and Chief, Chief, Chief comes up because he sees he Jack grabs Nicholson. The orderly he, he grabs an yeah. orderly, and I was happy whenever I first saw this. I was expecting because I didn't know what was going on with Chief. Like I thought he was actually just the way he was portrayed. Yeah. So I thought like he was going to just come and like snap that dude's neck oh, or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Different movie. Yeah. Uh, this is dark. This is another dark twist yeah. because. They take him to a different part of the hospital that is much less organized, it seems. People are just kind of lying on the floor. Uh, they are told to wait on a bench one at a time go into this room. Whole new staff. All new staff. Different floor of the hospital. Yep. Uh, and they wheel out Chedwick, and he's like, and they, they dope him up really strong or whatever. Yeah, and then they have him come, and he does not want to go because I think he knows what's there. They take, so I think the only person who doesn't know what's going to be happening is is Mac. And he goes in there pretty willingly. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'll take a seat on this bed. No thanks." I mean, he. This is so. Right <laughs> before that, we got to talk about what happens right before that because right before that is whenever he offers Chief a stick of gum. Oh, and yeah. And she takes it and says, thanks. As is whenever he reveals that he's not deaf and dumb, he's just been faking the whole time. Yep. Why? We don't know. Not a mute. Uh, Probably so his treatment's easier. I would guess. But why is he there? He said he was... He felt small. Well, he was abused as a child, it sounded like. Yeah. And his, well, his dad was abused by society, and he was abused by his dad. Yeah. And so he felt, like, very small in the world, so he admitted himself. Uh, Yeah, he was definitely admitted by himself. We don't get much backstory. We just get a little bit here on the bench. And then, yeah, they take Jack Nicholson there. Right? Mm -hmm. So they're, like, planning an escape at this point, Jack Nicholson, because he realizes that that he's already discovered he... He's there until they say he can go. We can go indefinitely. To Canada is the so he's plan. like, they're making a plan to go, and Chief's like, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they get electroshocked. Oof. And, he's, and like, it's a rough scene. Yeah, they show the whole thing. Oh, medically induced seizures. Oh, that's that's tough. <laughs> well, because at first you see Cheswick get rolled out, and he's just sitting there, kind of foaming a little in the mouth, foaming. At that point, I think he kind of knew what was coming. Like, yeah. if he didn't, like, I, I, like, I already seen I don't the think movie, he knew. But, like, that was pretty I telling. thought it might have been drugs, but. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what most people suspected. Like, just go in there and get, like, a needle in the arm and, like, pass out and get all goofy. Yeah, because, well, because Cheswick was screaming and moaning the whole time until he got put in the room, and then he immediately was, like, silent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
uh, it's Lictor Shock, 10,000 volts for a couple of days, he says they keep him up there. And he has this thing, he walks back in just like Frankenstein, and he's like, Yeah, it's his joke. And he winks at Chief. But then he lets them all in on it right away. I was like, oh, don't wink at Chief and then let everybody in on it. And Chief smiles, and I'm like, not in front of Ratchet. She's going to know. Well, no, he can still see. Everybody knows he can still see. Yeah, but how often does he smile? <laughs> People don't him. look at his face. He's too tall. Okay, you're right. <laughs> that would hurt. He's like, oh, man. <laughs> uh, the electroshock, I don't think it helped. No, of course no. not. <laughs> I think we as a society agree <laughs> now that that's not the answer. No. Uh, Obviously, they needed to do the lobotomy. That's what calmed him down. <laughs> In the long on. run, yeah. <laughs> uh, he comes back to group. Things kind of go all right for a while. but Do you see the foreshadowing there, though, where, like... That they did, Josh. Do you, do you know what you you get foreshadowing? We'll teach you some film concepts. I, I mentioned foreshadowing earlier. I know, but but did you like which, which like foreshadowing? him him uh, pretending like he was a vegetable? Oh yeah, the and then treatments he, and that then he, he was, received because yeah. And then it happened. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good uh, lesson, Professor Justin. Dun 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 dun. What the fuck? <laughs> You a teacher with a drum set behind your desk? The yeah. school of rock? But you're also watching movies? Yeah, now listen cool. really carefully to this soundtrack. Oh, I, I did t- like the music in this. I would take soundtrack class. If they offered it. I don't want There were some bongos in this movie. Yeah. There were those Donkey Kong ones everybody has in their house that nobody plays. <laughs> they're they're in every movie. They're in everybody's house. <laughs> It's they like, were there even before, like, this movie came <laughs> oh, out in I the know. 70s, and those were the DK Donkey Kong drums. It's like an SCP <laughs> if you look it up online. <laughs> if you look really carefully, like, tucked beneath it, you can see the Donkey Kong symbol. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you look at old, like, Renaissance paintings, they often have the Donkey Kong bongos tucked under their arm. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting too close. Um. So it seems like he, I mean, there's its ups and downs in this. We're in another up period. He's getting along in group. He's starting to talk more. But then he plans. He's planning an escape. An escape. Yeah. He's like, man, electroshock was rough. I need to get out of here. Uh, him and Chief are both in on it. And one night, it happens. Scatman Crothers is working, and he's like, he's on the phone to her, right, Candy? He's like, tonight's the night. Come to this window of the, bunch of, booze. With the, of the mental asylum with a friend with a bag full of booze. And not even beer, just hard liquor. Mm-hmm. A, brr, a sack full of booze. And uh, he's like, hey, Scatman. Come over here, or Turtle, or whatever your name is. Well, at first he tries to get, before he gets caught by Scatman, he tries to he get, tries keys, to get yeah. Chief to just leave. Mm-hmm. And Chief is like, this is whenever Chief reveals, you know, his more backstory of how he was abused and how he feels small. He's not ready. Even though he's a giant. Yeah. And he's, uh, he does not get the keys. Scatman Crothers comes back, 
and he's like, hey, listen. I'm going to put you in a room with a girl for two minutes. There's two hotties out and there you come out. with a bag full of booze. Mm-hmm. And, and he gave him like 25 bucks or something. Yeah. He gave him some a money. A bunch of money. I don't know how he had that. But uh, well, I guess he'd won it. Because there's that scene where Renee Stretch is like, you're not going to win your money back. Because one guy's like, how are we going to win it back if yeah, we don't gamble anymore? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he pays him and say, he's down, Scatman. He's like, all right, let me open up this window. And I was like, oh, he's going to kill this guy and run out. But yeah, he's like, no, so I'm going to give a party to all you motherfuckers. <laughs> Brings the girls and the booze in. There's so many times where it's just like, He's like, all right, he's going to knock this dude out and then leave. Nope, he's going to bribe him with a party. And then while he's distracted, he's going to leave. Nope. He's just going to party. He's just going to party. <laughs> he really likes these dudes. <laughs> he feels bad for them. Oh, now the night's over and he's leaving and saying goodbye to everyone. Like, okay. Oh, wait, no, i got to get this kid laid first. How come that kid's so sad? That's my problem. This will cure him. Yeah, and he's like, hey, Candy, my girlfriend, come over here. You're going to sleep with this kid, then we can go. And she's like... Okay, boss. <laughs> just like, okay. Well, like, she was dancing with Billy, and Billy flirted with her on, on the, the boat. boat. There was definitely a connection. Um, so, yeah, that all the patients on Max orders carry Billy into the room she's in. And, I mean, I assume they fuck. Because you see it in the morning, they're both lying yeah, in bed together. Yeah, they fucked. Um, Meanwhile, everyone outside... I like outside, how we were all joking that he was going to pass out. Like, he's like, Holy all shit. you got to do is not pass out. Because he's sitting by the window. And you're scot-free. And he's drinking. He opened the window and was ready to leave. Yeah. It was open. And he passed out underneath it. And not only did he pass out underneath it, when the morning shift comes in, he's two feet away from it. <laughs> He hears them and is so hungover. He can't get up and move. He can't dive out that window and run. It's sad. It's so funny. It's so sad. Even the orderlies are like, damn, they did it. <laughs> they tore it <laughs> up in here. The orderlies like looked a mixture of like impressed and and pissed off. Yeah. Like we have to clean up this it, yeah. epic party. We have to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So we've been I don't know why, watching a, just a stint of terrible horror movies on Shudder and Netflix, because every time you think, oh, the next one's going to be good. <laughs> we watched Us recently, and that was amazing. Mm-hmm. But the first one we watched was Haunting on Fraternity Row. Obviously sounds bad. Yeah. Could be kind of funny. Mm-hmm. 50 minutes in, not one person had died. Wow. Un- Excuse, unexcusable. Excuse. We self. quit. We turn it on. We'll not go back. <laughs> Second one we watched, uh, Seven in Heaven, which was like a, a more indie one where they went into a closet, wound up in a scary alternate reality, and had to get back. It was made by Bloomhouse, produced. Okay. So production value is really good. Uh-huh. Pretty bad movie. Both focused on a party, both The Haunting and this one. And not hardly anybody died, I don't think, in this one. But I came up with a new saying when in Brome. Because <laughs> that's the peer pressure that happens during all these movies. They're like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. And it's just like, oh, when in Brome, I guess. But oh, this was scarier than any of those movies. <laughs> you was, thought this movie was scary? Was the point I was getting at. Yeah. Oh, this was terrifying. Yeah, it was pretty. It was. Strapped to a bed and getting shocked. Yeah. Getting lobotomized. Ugh. 
Yeah, he did get lobotomized. Yeah. He was going to kill her, though. So what happens... Oh, sure. ...is they wake up in the morning, and Nurse Ratchet is like, everybody's here, everybody's accounted for, it's obviously Max's fault because he's wearing his jacket, and the girls are here, none of you nerds can get laid. He tries to get out the window, too. He has the keys. She she Mm -hmm. gets Billy to turn on him. Like, well, Billy's she, missing at first, but then she finds him in the room, right? Mm-hmm. And she's shaming the fuck out of him. Well, because Billy's doing so good. Like, he comes out, and they're all clapping, and he's talking with her, and he's just answering her questions. He's not stuttering. Which was one of his things he was doing the full the whole movie. Yeah, he would constantly stutter and talk very meekly, but he was like... So it's obviously a confidence issue. Like, yeah, he was feeling good, and then she was like, oh, I'll have to tell your mother. Me and her and old he, friends. And he just immediately collapses. Oh, he's And like not only just immediately her. collapses, he like immediately sells out Mac. The one person. Like, yeah. He's like, he's like, no, I didn't. I, uh, he, he made me do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> he drug me in there by himself. And Mac's like, oh. And he's going for the window at one point. Mac we're... doesn't get mad, though, because he's just like, he's well, yeah, more, he do? Yeah. he's more, he's more like, dude. <laughs> no, he, not even like that. He's like more like can't believe how sad that guy actually like. Well, how like, much she's shaming him? Really. Yeah, like how much is shaming affecting him? He was literally like he looked shocked. Because Nurse Ratchet's like, aren't you ashamed? And he's like, no. And she's like, won't you be when I tell your mother? And I think that's the whole reason he's in here is mm-hmm. an over oppressive mother or something. Yeah. Uh, probably Nurse Ratchet's like request like your nervous son could learn a thing or two at my clinic maybe i don't know um, this is she already brought up his suicide once in yeah in the therapy foreshadowing um suicide and, attempts yeah suicide attempts and uh she's like he's like begging her like breaking down Literally stuttering even knees. more than ever like holding her hand on his knees and she's like She's just dismissive, turns away, and like, take him to Mr. So-and-so's office until he arrives. Yeah, just leave him alone in this dude's office. Which probably means, like, electroshock therapy. I think they were going to tell his mom. Of course, yeah, Yeah. but shock him first so he wouldn't overreact. Um, And meanwhile, Mac is like, still got the keys. So he's trying to leave. Which key is it? Which key is it? And the orderly sees him, and he knocks out one of the orderlies. And the one he's been having, like, back and forth with the entire movie he comes up and wraps a belt around his fist yeah, he's and he's got just, a he's strap. fucking ready to rumble and uh so is mac and they hear like a scream and the the young the young uh nurse the young nurse comes in she's covered in blood this is why she's in the movie i just read yep miss ratchet would never have done that <laughs> so we needed the young nurse to do the screaming and i'm like now now mac Dive through that open window. Yeah, but he knows no. he he can read the cards of what just what fucking just happened. Cause you saw like his face was like whenever uh, Billy was freaking out was like, well, like, he oh, is shit. not okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's leave him alone. <laughs> He's killed himself. He used some sort of glass. He shattered it and then cut his throat with it. Um. And. Mac is in the room, like, oh my god. And Miss Ratchet immediately, the first thing she says is, like, the best thing we can do is go back to our normal routine. And <laughs> as she's in the middle of saying that, Mac comes up and throws her to the ground and starts choking her. Oh. And he is gonna fucking kill her. Oh, yeah, he's trying his hardest. If he 
been out doing manual labor like the prisons wanted him to, she would not have lived through this. Yeah. He's been... She has a really strong neck from keeping her nose high for her whole movie. <laughs> her, her nose upturned. Yeah. That gigantic uh, power hair. Yeah. Oh, man, her hair is something else. It's awesome. It looks yeah. like demon horns, almost. It's like Bram Stoker's Dracula <laughs> from the Coppola movie. It's huge. But, uh, yeah, uh, he almost kills her. The orderly comes up and punches him in the back of the head. Knocks him out. And... It cuts we get to a, another normal We get a day. cut to them playing blackjack. Mm-hmm. Or go fish or whatever they're playing. Definitely blackjack, blackjack yeah. Okay. Because they were gambling with the cigarettes again. Oh, and they're all uh, conspiring over what happened to Mac. They're like, I heard they were taking him through the tunnel and he knocked out two guards and, and escaped. escaped. Yeah, and then the other guy's like, no, he's up on level two. This other guy told me, that guy's full of shit. He's like, uh, docile as a lamb now. And that night, we're the only one that left awake is Chief. And I'm like, oh, Josh, another hour to go. Now it's, <laughs> now it's yeah. Chief's story. Yeah, it, shifts, yeah. it shifts over to Chief's this Chief uh, takes on his message. <laughs> it kind of does. I mean, it yeah. does. It's just not an hour long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is dark. They walk Jack in. Or I keep saying Jack. Mac. He's walking exactly the same way that he was whenever he was making a joke, but he's yeah. being led by two orderlies, and it's in the middle of the night. They strap him to the bed. And you can see that his head's been shaved. <sighs> he, part uh, of way. Chief goes just, up, and he's like, hey, it's time to escape now. He's like, I feel as big as a mountain. I'm ready. Let's go. Nope, not happening. And then he's like... This Mac like picks his head up, and you see these just staring two at scars him. on like either side of his. He definitely got head. lobotomized. Yeah, but don't they usually do that through the eye or the nose? I mean, there's I probably know. several yeah. ways to lobotomize someone. It was definitely something, some kind of procedure. He tried to done. kill Nurse Ratchet. It was might have been a full frontal lobotomy. Just yeah. Boom. Um, so he's like, uh, "Don't worry." He like hugs him, and he's like, "Got a single manly tear running down his cheek, or whatever." Like Jojo Bizarre Adventure. Uh, and uh, he's like, oh, don't worry, friend. I would never leave you like this. And he smothers kills him. him. Smothers yeah. him with a pillow. Smothers brothers him. Yeah. yeah. And then, Comedy hour. And then he goes. And <laughs> That's he what does had Justin thing. cracking up. <laughs> yeah, the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. I mean... <laughs> It gets me every time. I mean, the beginning of the episode, yeah. I know. A pillow? A pillow kill? That's so funny. <laughs> He's all about those pillow kills. That's his theme for his next set of movies. Can you type that into IMDb? Pillow kill? Pillow horror? Oh, I... Is that a subject? <laughs> I'm a soft snuffer. I'm a soft snuffer. <laughs> I'm into softcore snuff. No, it's not. It's not a. Fetish. Are you on the soft web, Justin? It's not a fetish. It makes me laugh. <laughs> That's a fetish. It makes me laugh and come, guys. What's the problem? <laughs> yeah, it's not a fetish. <laughs> You're on the soft web. I have to do it every night before I can fall asleep. <laughs> you just put your pillow and then put your cat on top of it. <laughs> oh, being strange. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> That's why all your roommates moved out. <laughs> okay. He kills him. He kills him. And then he goes and he, he picks the up thing. the big 
Marvel, yeah, the thing. This is when we're like, you know, the movie has good foreshadowing. Whenever someone's like, oh, he's gonna do the thing. Yeah, and the thing is picking up. I mean, what else do you call it but the thing? <laughs> I don't know. It was like a faucet. So, yeah, some kind it's, of weird ass. It faucet. was like an artsy faucet with like seventy. Faucets. That was not artsy. That thing he sprayed them with was industrial. Was yeah. totally an enema hose earlier. Oh, yeah. Like it's a medical, medical. block yeah. of marble, steel, and water. Because these guys probably don't bathe themselves; they get washed down. No, because you heard Nurse Ratched take all these men and make sure they're bathed up and ready for the day. We saw them in like a pool once, though. That's well, that that's yeah. swimming. I guess it's it like, seemed more like a heated pool, which was a really fun scene. Like I was jealous; I wanted to go in one of these big jacuzzi heated pools, like a hot tub as big as a pool. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, not in this case, like but... A bunch of crazy guys, though? No. <laughs> Mentally ill patients uh, who are mostly there by choice. Mostly that, there that by choice. It's not called jack. one flew over <laughs> yeah. mentally He's ill. just like, you guys, all you do is sit here and complain about how much you fucking hate this place. And you're telling me you're here <laughs> by choice? And we just like to complain a lot. <laughs> So we do have an answer about why Cuckoo is associated with mental illness. Uh, oh, yeah, I decided to look it up. Um, or, Josh, you can tell us again after the yeah, episode if yeah, you want. Yeah, I didn't yeah. look it up. So. <laughs> uh, no, uh, it originated because the kookaburra bird so I was right. okay, has Australia. a relentless, annoying shrilling cry that it does. it famously does incessantly. Well, I mean, that's... That's an opinion, That's right? That's what they say. That's what it said when I looked That's it up. The etymology. <laughs> the etymology <laughs> is not annoying. No, no animal has annoying in any of its descriptions. That's, that's contextual, person sure. to person. I saw it in multiple things, though. Okay, maybe it's really annoying. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was... Uh, they do it... Maybe it's annoying just because they do it constantly. Oh, okay. Like Because it's droning. That's why it's associated... Um, that's it's why just, it's associated um, with... People they, they, they call Why people like, cuckoo because they would just mindlessly make noise, noise without making sense. Now, where the cuckoo clocks come from? Because those are those <laughs> are those are like Danish and shit, and they didn't have kookaburras. The what? Like cuckoo, cuckoo clocks? clocks? Yeah. Those are like Northern European. Uh, I don't know about cuckoo clocks, but. We're in the same ballpark. We should yeah. look it up and answer the Do people's questions. Do you think that questions. that's the thing? That that's the noise they make? They go, cuckoo, cuckoo, yeah. cuckoo, well, I... cuckoo, cuckoo, Shut the fuck up. Cuckoo, cuckoo, <laughs> what time is it? Cuckoo, it's not that late. Cuckoo. You're broke. <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, why that's... <laughs> no, a kookaburra, if you look up its song, it's actually not unpleasant. It, yeah. They just do it all the time. It's not that repetitive. They've got, like, different uh, right. song parts. Like, you remember those toy lasers we had in the 90s that sounded like car alarms? Like, it would be yeah. like, mm-hmm. wham, wham, wham. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. Like, it went through all of them. <laughs> and those aren't annoying at all. So I don't know why anyone's calling the kookaburra. <laughs> <laughs> So he gets out. Quality podcasting. This. <laughs> Headphones are thrown away. Unsubscribe button has been hit on every every episode. Um, Chief picks up that big marble thing and th- fucking chucks it. He carries it like 
a long ass way first. Out of the bathhouse, <laughs> through the hallway, and then... not only does he pick up what I can only imagine is several ten, hundred pounds. Ten million pounds? Over his fucking head. This is like if Thor <laughs> left his hammer on the ground. This thing would be harder to pick up. <laughs> because it's there's pipes holding it to the ground. Yeah, the water's spewing out as he does it. Mm-hmm. I love the music that's playing whenever he's doing this. I don't know what the name of the song is, but it's very, it's very inspirational to yeah. the scene. Uh, chucks it through this triple window and just explodes them. Because he's carrying it low, and then he shifts it to like high, <laughs> and just boom. <laughs> he should be on the Avengers. <laughs> Strong big man. <laughs> I think they did have one in the Avengers that could like shrink and grow big. That Ant-Man? Uh, no, it was... Uh, well, was a... I don't need two... He could grow big and shrink. That's Ant Man. I know, yeah. but it was like before <laughs> Ant Man. The yeah, yeah, there was a Native American yeah. guy who could do that. Oh, okay. If he was before, I don't. I'm just saying, I don't need two. <laughs> but that might have been DC. That might have been DC. What? A similar power on the DC side? <gasps> Gasp! Ooh, you don't know how close I came to fail in that superhero section. Of the that game. was a good. That was a good section. I thought that was a. I... I'm not knowledgeable. That was as a superhero. That was a good section. It was called "Not Superman." Oh, and it was just him describing lists of attributes of of superheroes. It would be like powered by the sun, Where's wears red, red <laughs> can fly, super strength. Not Superman. Name that superhero. And that was six was, different questions. Yeah, it was like a, and it was like attorney at law. So it was Harvey Birdman. Mm-hmm. Ah, good bar trivia night. It was. Yeah. Uh, I won. Me too. <laughs> Everyone won. It's my trivia. No. <laughs> um, oh, imagine that one flew over the cuckoo's nest geeks who drink. Oh. No. Yeah? You don't I wanna, don't want to meet the people that are that obsessed with this movie. Oh. <laughs> the cuckoo heads? Or the ne- the, they're called the nesters. Nest. The nesters. <laughs> I love the ones. The one, no, those are Jet Li cosplayers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> seen that movie, but no. yeah. Oh, please watch it so we don't have to put it on this podcast because Justin's gonna try eventually. Go for it. No. <laughs> I haven't seen any. Jet There's Li so movies. much new metal. <laughs> well, you just gave away the exact year it came out. <laughs> um. So when this movie ended. Chief gets out and he shows him just running through yeah, Canada, long, I assume. For like long, five minutes. It's a long pan out shot. It the ends. Music and, uh, and him just running through the hills. The app that we watched. Oh, and Christopher song, Lloyd laughing. Yeah. For some reason. Because he woke up. Yeah. That's funny. He's having one of those, you know, laugh gums. Oh, it was because he was the one who bet <laughs> that no one thing, could do yeah. that. He's the one that took the bet that someone could do that. He saw a smothering. Oh, yeah, he saw the fellow smother. Yeah. It is really funny, so I can't blame him. <laughs> um, this movie ends, and the app we're watching it on asks us to rate this movie. And I'm like, what should we rate this? And Justin's like, we don't rate things on the podcast. And I'm like, no, no, the app. And he's like, oh, five stars. Josh did. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, immediately, like, oh, wow. Because he was talking about, like, before that he's like, I wouldn't recommend anybody watch this movie. <laughs> so we are like, asked him to rate it and he's like, five stars. And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still blown away. <laughs> it's just how bold that is. Five stars. Don't watch Perfect it. Perfect movie. Don't watch. 
Put it in a time capsule and seal it away. I've confirmed that it's good. No one ever needs to watch this movie <laughs> ever again. If you want to feel bad, I'm I guess. saving you a trip to the bathroom. <laughs> of what kind? The like, bad kind. Hmm. The vomit kind. Oh, this movie made you throw up? No, it almost did. Okay. There was one scene, I forget which, that was it when was, he got electrocuted? Got sick. No, it wasn't that one. I think it was the second time when he got lobotomized, maybe. But we didn't see him get lobotomized. Or when the kid get killed. I think it was when the kid got killed. Oh, when the kid was killed, when he he killed, killed himself, himself and he had the yeah. glass judging out of his throat. Not not because the scene was looked by. No, because so I'm we like, watched... Oh, that was a direct result of the nurse. Yeah. That's, that's horrifying. Because we yeah. watched so many we watched whole, him like, get gory horror movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On this, yeah. And this is the first one that like upset you. Yeah, yeah. this is the first one that even... I think that tells you that, that it definitely it's has, powerful. It has yeah. some kind of power behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna get to that part where we, would you recommend it? No. <laughs> I, what What do you want me to say? Like, if you're into, you know, things that will make you upset and disturbed, sure. Fucking well, go right ahead. People like to watch movies to feel emotions. Okay, there are positive emotions you can feel. <laughs> you don't have to watch a movie to feel negative emotions. If you want to feel ne- the right kind of negative... Persons watch any of Austin's movies that we've watched. <laughs> oh, it's confusing me so much because I know some of the movies you want to put on the list. <laughs> and I know they're so much worse, worse than this. this in every way possible. <laughs> you know what? Those movies aren't real. Oh, they are, though. Some of them have totally, absolutely real backstories no. behind them. I'll talk to you about it after the show. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a podcast to listen to that'll just, oh, you'll be Ooh. like, I don't like that movie anymore. <laughs> All right. Wait, would you recommend it? What about it? you, Austin? Yeah. You asked us our initial oh, thoughts. Oh, yeah, I'd recommend it for sure. Did you like it? What would you rate it, though? Zero? <laughs> Zero out of ten. Watch, Watch. it. No, no, I, I did like it. I like the journey we go on with Mac and the other uh, patients. I like kind of the bond they make. I think that was the best part. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you, you, for sure. You get to see him warm up to all these people and defend them. And, and like Justin said, it's a closed room movie almost. You There's see, some you slight see adventures, of, so yeah, I would recommend. You see all these people slowly build up confidence because of him. Yeah. Like they're slowly... He's becoming, not a good person, but he exudes power and confidence. Yeah, and that's what like, a lot of those people needed to see. And not... I mean, at first, it seems like it's in a really manipulative way. Like, he wants to watch the World Series, so he's kind of like, yeah, you better fucking raise your hand when I tell you to. <laughs> but later, he's like, I really want this person to get better, so I'll risk everything. It's weird. He is, He's a complicated guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he was. He's dead now. <laughs> he did get smothered. <laughs> one, but one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Two takes place in that Two moment while nest. he's getting smothered. He goes on this incredible oh, journey. Oh. <laughs> I thought like Dracula three thousand. <laughs> I thought that's Dracula three thousand. Two thousand. Oh. Uh, I like how you make a Jacob's ladder joke and he doesn't <laughs> get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the same reference you made when we were watching the Dracula movie, right? You guys were talking about Jacob's ladder. Yeah. Yeah. We'll eventually put that one on the list. I recently rewatched it with Kat. It was her first time. We both liked it. It holds mm-hmm. up. You put Inception on the list? <laughs> Can we not? It's so iconic, though. Is it? Burn. I hear the word a lot still related to the movie. Burn. It, made, Burn. it 
made people aware of the definition of the word inception. Oh my god. It wasn't. I walked out of that like, did I miss something? <laughs> was it supposed to be good? You did like, not miss anything, man. Was it deeper than I thought? Like, did that just completely go over my head? It was head? so deep you didn't even get into it. I, yeah, that's how I felt watching it. Like, that must have been so deep, Christopher Nolan. No. <laughs> I I got you know I got memento, but I didn't get this. The movie was about filmmaking. It was. Yeah, well, it was about... each of the characters were a different aspect of filmmaking personified. Oh, that sounds cool. It wasn't. <laughs> it's not subtle about it because <laughs> it's Christopher Nolan. Uh, yeah, I'd recommend. Would you? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, you put it on the list. I would definitely say if you haven't seen this. Um, and you're a movie fan. It's a it's a classic. I'm pretty so, sure it's on the AFI list. Remake. Who's our what? cast? Oh, oh! I thought oh. you were saying they were going to do a re. <laughs> Why? Mm. Have they suffered enough? For Mac, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, everybody! Danny DeVito, Christopher Lloyd. I want a complete remake with all the same characters yeah. who are still alive. <laughs> Not a sequel, a shot-for-shot shot remake, but them now. <laughs> Come on, Nurse Ratchet! <laughs> and Danny DeVito's just <laughs> Marty. We've got to get up to 88 miles per hour. They're all just referencing their past works. <laughs> okay. Oh. No, but for real. Uh, hmm. I mean, Christian Bale, maybe? Is Mac? No. We'll, we're too old. Who do we want as Mac? Uh, probably be one of the Chris's. <coughs> Yeah, and they definitely changed his crimes uh, to Chris, uh, not a Me Too status. Yeah, uh, who was the one that was in uh, who the Wonder Woman? Fuck could know Star Trek guy that one. Okay, you know who I'm talking about. No, I didn't see Wonder Woman. Did you see Star Trek? I've seen a lot you of play, Star Trek. Are you, you talking about Captain, Captain Kirk? I'm talking about the the new Ooh, movie. Okay, okay, William Shatner. He played. He could play Mac. I'm crazy. I tell you, crazy. Who would In you love. Who would you cast as uh, the nurse? Um, Melissa McCarthy. I could see that. Like a really, it starts off. You think she's gonna be prat falling all over the place, dropping pills. She ends up fucking killing a kid. Like, <laughs> that's a dark turn for her. Well, she just did that like serious movie that apparently she was really good at. Oh, that Muppet one. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that yet. Playtime no, murders. That's yeah, not play the murders. one I'm talking about, Austin. <laughs> Where she's got a Muppet spleen. <laughs> Have you seen the Playtime murders? Either of you? Murders. Happy time murders. No, no. Oh. I want to see it. No, okay. I don't. Yeah, but I was. Well, <laughs> what one were you talking about? Uh, do you know the name of it? Uh, no. Okay. All right. Thanks for this. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, some dark movie with Melissa McCarthy. Which I'll look there. it up. Uh, we're Fap Check, and this has been Have You Seen? You can find. Can us you ever forgive me? 
yeah, I mean, just don't do it all the time where you bring up people and then don't know what they're that in. That was the name of the movie. I know! <laughs> it's called Yes Anding. I'm a comedian. <laughs> What's it about? I have not heard of this one at all. Uh, celebrity biographer Lee Israel makes her living profiling the likes of Catherine Hepburn, Polly Blankhead, Estiva, uh, and journalist Dorothy Milligan. And Lee's no longer able to get colors because she has fallen out of step with current tastes. Turns her art form to deception. Is this like a, I don't know, it's a period like, piece? Yeah, well, I don't know. I guess it has to be. Uh, well, I shouldn't play the trailer. Stop! <laughs> just stop! Just play it right into the microphone. That's how we can end our show. Is Justin <laughs> fumbling with his phone's like it? Stop it! No, you turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> like a dad at the movie theater. <laughs> Could you guys hear that? <laughs> I'm watching trailers while there's trailers on. Uh, um, you can find us on fapcheck at facebook.com fapbook <laughs> don't go to fapbook I don't know what that is do I have to look it up? Josh, google yeah, fapbook fapcheck <laughs> at gmail.com for any questions, concerns, recommendations Mail. Sure. Any, anything you want to send if you, think, should, uh, send if you think that we should be checked into mental asylums against our will with our will, either way. Uh, you can also listen to our other podcast, Amazeballs. It's on podcast.com and the iTunes podcast store. Yeah. Uh, Josh, what'd you find? Not looking that up. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm Austin. I'm Justin. I'm Josh. This is Have You Seen. Bye. Bye. Kitty, you want to say something? No. That, that was Justin. <laughs> You can't lie on the radio like that.